0: and we're talking about mother-fucking catfish today, today, cue music. That's right, so anybody seen Catfish know that little friggin' tune from the movie, and I believe it was in the first episode as well of the TV show. Anyhow, I'm obsessed. But let's take care of some, um, what do you call it? Housekeeping? Housekeeping! Housekeeping, you want to fluff your pillow? Um, we gotta take care of a few things first, and you know what I'm talking about. I'm talking about. My- zone. Today, I am smoking a a strawberry sundae blend um oh god so truth be told i started this uh podcast already and when i got to the lighting of the doobie part it was too tight to even smoke because i don't normally roll doobies and so i rolled a really bad one and so i had to stop because i spent like five minutes trying to get it in the smoke and uh it was all on the pod and so i just restarted you know, rather than go through all that bullshit, I just restarted, you guys. So, that's that. I got in trouble, you guys. Speaking of the green zone, I got in trouble, y'all. Um, Facebook. What does it say? Thanks for coming. no, that's not it. Um, Facebook just told me that, uh, you know, that uh, the post of the Extreme Bites Rainbow Berry Edibles? Apparently, that went against their standards. But nobody else can, uh, see this post, so I apparently cannot advertise gummies. Stupid. Fucking stupid. Um, but anyway, that's fine. I'm still gonna talk about the Green Zone, and I'm still gonna advertise for them, and I'm gonna do everything I can, get as many people there as I can, and today I'm smoking a Strawberry Sunday, Strawberry Sunday, folks. Oh shit. I just lit my... Damn, I just about lit my microphone on fire. I got too close trying to be Silly Goose. And, uh, yeah, I pushed it right into the foam on the microphone and started to smoke. So, off to a good start. Off to a good start. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff there. Well, you guys are smoking. I'm enjoying your days because, you know what? That's good. Life is real good. Um. So another thing I want to I wanna do a shout out. I got a buddy who lives in the States. Whose name is Colin Brewer. And he's been a follower for a long time. And he orders a lot of stuff from good dude. And right now he is currently trying to win a contest of some sort. I'm not exactly sure what the contest is. But he is called the Lumberjack. Lumberjack. And he is, uh... He's asking for our help to win whatever the hell this thing is. Um, so you go. I will post the link probably in the comments when I post the uh, podcast. And all you have to do is just click on that link. And click on him. Oh, I'm on a different IP, so I can vote for him a second time. Lumberjack. Just clicked, and I clicked vote. So now I voted twice for the Lumberjack. Oh, shit. Voting. Your voting has been recorded. He's got 154, you guys. He's doing pretty good. But we need to help him win. So go vote for him, the Lumberjack. Yes. Yes. So the, at the beginning of this episode, you heard um, a tune by a band called uh, 3% Rhino was my band. But the name of the song was called Canadian Exchange Rate. And it's all about being catfished. Back in the day, I would say probably... Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> when AOL out, they had chat rooms, right? so you'd go into these chat rooms people didn't even have pictures at the time, and you would just chat with people and just hope for the fucking best, right? But never did you really think that you were going to be meeting up with women or hooking up with women over the internet, So I never took it too too seriously, but then a couple of years passed, and they got better. I believe it was the Yahoo chat that officially started to take over. That's the one that I was drawn to. I really dug Yahoo chat because you could see when your friends in and if they were on and if they were in the chat rooms and all that good stuff. Anyway, I had a whole mess of friends that I only knew through chat rooms, just online buddies. That's all I knew them as. I know at one point my screen name was Goosefart. I'm really good at making attractive screen names so that ladies will like me. So, Goose Fart, I went with, and attracted nobody. Um, so, we'll get right into it. We'll get into the times that I was catfished, and why I wrote that song. So, uh, the reason I wrote that song is because I was in one of films, and I believe I had mentioned that I was in a band. And... So people, I mean, random people would be like, "Hey, can I listen to? Do you have any tunes I listen to?" And so I would send them to different people that asked for it. It was a good way to get my music out and whatever, get some feedback. And most people gave good feedback and they were pretty cool. But there was this one girl who was very attractive because of the picture she posted, who lived in Manitoba, I want to say, and she contacted me and said, "I really dig your." Working in a bar up in Manitoba, and I should come So, I was thinking, that is pretty cool. And then I said, how much would you pay us? It's a long ways to drive, and we would need, like, accommodations and everything else. And I believe she said something like 1800 bucks. So, to us, that was a lot of money. We were all early 20s, just getting into the whole band thing, and that was, yeah, $1,800 was a lot. Money when we were making like $100 per show. It was really hard to make money playing original music, which we did. The bands that made any money were all cover bands, and so they could really get the crowd going. Anyhow, we uh, I told the band, and they're all stoked and we're all excited. But then there was a bit of a hang up because a couple of our members had um, DUIs, so they were unable order if we needed to. So we started to take the appropriate precautions to try to get them into Canada while they had a DUI. Yeah, we looked <coughs> we looked into that the best we could and couldn't really figure out how we would go about doing it. Um anyhow, I started like she would come and go and I would always ask her, you know, are we still on for this thing and she would always be somewhat hesitant, but yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely a bad feeling about it and i never got like a real concrete date or any specifics and so i went online and a little background check i was first neve you guys this was probably 2006 um it's long before fucking neve ever got catfished i was getting catfished anyhow so i found this bar that she claimed that she worked at so i called it if she was working and they said they had never heard of this thing Insert some sort of fucking thing. Well, ins- yeah. So they had never heard of this person. Suck me sideways. And so I was wondering what the fuck was going on. Did she just fucking disappear? Um did she lie to me? Is she a fucking liar? Uh, so anyway, I contacted her, and I says, Hey, bitch. Why they never heard of you at this place? And she deleted and blocked her account, and blocked me from her account, and that was that. Like, I, I could have very well driven all the way to Manitoba to play a fucking gig just to be shut down and have them say, Hey, we don't know this lady. You guys were never booked. That sort of thing. We could have been out a lot of money and a lot of time. A lot of fucking time. But there you go. So there's a little, I did a little background checking and ya boy caught her. Now, before that, I actually had an online relationship with a lady. She messaged me. This was the same chat rooms. And she said, you're really funny. I like your personality. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, do you want to chat? And so, of course, we're chatting, private messaging, all that good stuff. And she's like, oh, what do you do? And I day I work for my parents and I'm in a band. And she's like, of course, I'm attracted to a band guy. Seems to be the only people I'm attracted to. So I ask her what she does. She claims she is a photographer for bands. Like, when they come to town, she would go to their show and take photographs of them and sell them to them and that's how she made money again at this time I I'm 21 22 that was 21 because anyway we'll get into that later I was 21 at the time <laughs> <laughs> oh. had been single for a while uh don't have a lot of relationship experience because I was raised christian and the only girlfriends I knew before that were through the church and you know no premarital sex, that sort of thing. Um, my senior year, I had a pretty steady girlfriend. It lasted four or five months, if that, um, and that was my very first heartbreak. We'll just get into that there. Now I'm 22, getting over the heartbreak. I'm ready to move on. <laughs> what is that? Five years later, um, and this girl comes, and of course I think thing up because I live in Montana she lives in I want to say Wisconsin um and so it's just frenzies as far as I'm concerned and we're talking for about a week and I believe she says hey would you mind if I called you I'm like yeah that's cool but of course I'm fucking nervous because after talking to this girl for a while I ended up kind of liking her she's pretty cool she's funny her pictures are I mean she's cute so I feel good about that um not really sure why she's into me to be honest with you. um I find out through chatting with her she's 28 I am 21 so she's considerably older than me and again I am very fresh to relationships and that was one of the things that freaked me the hell out for some reason she was 28 and I was 21 I would like um google twenty eight year old actresses just to see like oh what what lady <clears throat> this age um what actresses this age uh <clears throat> what do they look like sort of thing and so I mean a lot of them were very good looking older actresses to me at the time, and so I'm like, yeah, it's cool it's cool that she's so much older than me I'm cool with that normal dudes would be all up in it just be super fucking stoked that hey an old chick is into me. But not me. I'm a huge fucking pussy. And I was all scared because she was 28 and I'm 21 and she's way too old for me. And she takes videos and uh, photographs of professional bands and she's telling me about the lead singers that she's banged. Um, she claims to have banged the lead singer of uh, Oh, what was the name of that band? Le- oh, something. Le- Jean Witherspoon is the name of the singer. Oh. I have no idea what the name of that band is now. I can to it real fast. That's gonna drive me crazy. Um, anyway. You can look it up later. She claimed that she had banged Lejeune Witherspoon. So again, to me, like, that's really f-ing cool, man. Like, she's banged famous people. Um, and she's experienced. And all of this was very intriguing to me because, again, I was not. 22-year-old fella who was just not experienced whatsoever um so yeah she finally winds up calling me and sure now she's got this cute little wisconsin voice oh, you fucking asshole shut up hey and so we get to talking and after talking to her i was like that was really cool like this chick's cool it was cool talking to her on the phone like I hope nothing happens with this uh, don't ask me why because she doesn't live anywhere near me but whatever, she's cute. She's funny, and she likes me for whatever reason. So now I'm talking more and more, and of course, I'm working for my parents at the time. Uh, they owned a car lot, and I was office manager slash slash bitch. Um, but I had a lot of free time on my hands to just sit behind the computer and chat, and so that did a lot of time. We would chat all day, and these and private message, and then I would go home and not even there was not even cell phone call me on a landline and then, I mean there were cell phones, but we just didn't use it. She wasn't text messaging me. Every all of our contact through um, a physical computer and probably emails and uh to a landline. So this goes on and we start to cam. Like, I had a, or a camera, a computer camera at work that I would get on from time to time, and she would as well. So I knew that this girl was who she said she was. And again, blew my mind, because she's way out of my league. She's, she's got a good job. And I'm this loser who's starting a band, who has nothing going on for him, no money, no life. I'm a drunk. I smoke pot, and I smoke cigarettes. I'm kind of a piece of shit. But anyway, she was into me. So now, I mean, the next step is if we're in a relationship, we've got to meet up. Like, at some point, we've got to get together and make this thing happen. So that was the talk. And we had made arrangements several different times where they fell through and she cancelled on me and so now I'm starting to think something's something's up. She either doesn't like me as much as she leads on, she's got life back home. Uh I really do a whole hell of a lot about this girl, except says she does for a living and she's sexually um advanced. <laughs> I don't know. Um anyway, so I uh yeah, I keep I'm a broke piece of shit. So, you've got a great job. If this is going to happen, you're going to have to come here and see me. Or buy me a ticket and I'll go there and see you. But, finally, she's going to come for my birthday, which is April. And I'm stoked. Like, she's she says she's going to come. Uh, I believe it this time. She's not backing out. Um, so... I, uh, yeah, she says she's got her tickets booked and everything, and then the day that she's supposed to come, I'm having lunch with buddy, and I'm all fucking stoked and talking about this, and he's like, I can't believe that you're meeting some chick from the internet, and you don't even know what she looks like, I'm like, yeah, I do, I've been webcamming, man, like, I know exactly what she looks like, and then he's like, oh yeah, but there's probably something else that she's hiding from you, and I'm like, that's definitely possible, but anyway, the time while she's here, and so she shows up, or I go to the I go to the airport, and the plane lands, and I'm looking for her and looking for her, and finally I see her, and sure as she's the person from the webcam, it's this girl, and she stayed for a weekend, um, met my parents, <laughs> the worst possible thing you could do, but the thing is, it's like. We had been dating for, like, six months prior to her, like, online dating prior to her showing up. So it's not like it was, I mean, technically it was a first date, but it's not like it was a first getting to know you time. Like, she knew all about my family. She knew everything about me. Um, So, yeah, it was, I mean, it was weird taking some chick to meet my parents on the one and only time she came here. But whatever. And then we went back to my parents' house, and as they do with every fucking girlfriend I get... Here, let's take a look at his baby pictures. And so they're showing her baby pictures and shit. And anyway, it was a great weekend. She met my friends. We drank. We had a good time. Um, she learned me how to do sex. And that was great. Uh, and then, yeah, two days later, or the end of the weekend, she wound up leaving. Took her to the airport. And she flew off. And your boy in the lock is so bad. I was so sad that she was leaving. And she didn't live here and that I would have to go back to talk to her on the phone and the internet and I puked my guts out right in the parking lot. So she was gone for a while and I got super stressed and then obviously I started pestering her more about coming back uh, for another visit and of course she said of course I will. Um, And then a couple months later I moved, or not moved, I had a vacation planned for Las Vegas. And I don't think she had ever been. She was kind of jealous that I was going And she was definitely not happy that I was going without her. Um, but she, again, she was cool. And she actually sent me some money. So maybe I was the catfish. But she sent me some money to go to Vegas. I thought was really cool of her. But then while I was in Vegas, things just kind of started to fall apart, it seemed like. And uh, yeah, she just became more and more um apparently i think just before i went to vegas her dog had disappeared or ran away and so she was all upset about that again i can't confirm this. there's a fucking catfish, shit right so there's you getting i took everything that she said kind of with a grain of salt but at the same time believed everything she said um one of the other things that uh she told me is a lot of times I hear a kid in the background and ask her about that and she's like oh i'm just looking after my nephew." So, again, no reason to uh, like doubt that. But anyway, it was always in the back of my mind. I always thought that she was hiding something. Um, so, then, uh, oh, and also another thing that I had done that I forgot to mention is she was big time against smoking pot and smoking cigarettes. So, I gave up smoking cigarettes. And I was probably good for a good four or five months, non smoking cigarettes. And pot quite a bit still, but not a whole hell of a lot. And then uh yeah, just my regular amount of drink. Um, but I believe I told her I was still smoking pot, but I told her that I'd quit smoking pot because she was again she was way against it for whatever reason, fucking prude. She'd fuck anybody off the street, but when it comes to pot, she has a very strict rules. So whatever. I'm not jaded. She um Yeah, so I told her I'd quit all this shit, right? So I go to Vegas and have a great fucking time. But I start smoking cigarettes again because it's Vegas. And so I thought I was doing, I was coming clean with her and being a good boyfriend. And I just told her, hey, you know, I smoked some cigarettes while I was down in Vegas. And she's like, oh, that's some bullshit. She was all mad. And then she's like, what else have you done that you haven't told me about? And I'm like, well, I've actually been smoking pot too. And she, yeah, she just lost it, and that was like the beginning of the end, so I think that was a real bullshit way to basically get out of the relationship, Um, because I didn't really do anything wrong, and I was a good dude, and I was loyal, and so, when I got dumped, I mean, it was the end of the world for me. I thought my life was over, it was a fucking bummer, it was probably the worst my heart's ever been broken for whatever reason I think it was just because of the time of my life when it happened and how it happened and because I don't know she was so hot that I <laughs> I just you know I wanted that trophy wife and so it didn't happen and we had had talks of me moving there and moving in with her or her moving here and moving in with me and my the house that I was living in basically the landlord who was also my dad was moving to town so he had the house back so no Okay, I have to move out of this house. So are we moving in together? Or you know, what's happening? Or am I finding a place here? And that's basically when she's just like, you know, I just don't think this is gonna work. And I'm like, well why? Like what have I done? And her whole thing was, well, you started smoking you lied to me about quitting smoking pot. So just really mad about that. And then she's then, after this was never a this was never a problem before, but suddenly she's pissed off that I'm a low life and I don't have a great job and I don't have a savings account. And I'm in a band, and don't save my money, and I'm reckless, and blah, blah, blah. So, all these things are suddenly a problem with her when they never were before. And she kind of liked that I didn't have my together, or so she said. So, to me, these are all excuses, right? And so, I'm pissed, and heartbroken, and I say shit that I shouldn't have said, and blah, blah, blah. Years go by talk. Well, you know, I went camping the night that she dumped me, basically, and when I got back in the morning, I checked the phone and saw that I missed a call from her, so that got all my hopes up again. It's like, okay, well, maybe she's thinking that she made a mistake. You know, couples get back together. They fight. They break up. They get back together, so I call her. I see I missed a call from you, and she's like, yeah, I was just checking in to see if you were okay, and I'm like, it? She's like, yeah. So I'm like, okay, well... This isn't going to happen. Like, you're not going to call me and check in on me and make sure that I'm doing okay while I'm heartbroken and want us to be together. So, basically, I cut her out of my life so that I could move on. And I stopped going into the chat rooms and just took a break from all that just so I wouldn't run into her. And um, so that went pretty well for a while. And then I decided, you know what, I'll go check out the chat rooms and just... I'll go to different ones and just make sure that, you know, I don't run into her. But sure as shit, as soon as she sees that I'm on, she finds out whatever freaking chat room I'm in. And she goes in there and she starts chatting with other dudes or whatever, trying to make me jealous. I'm certain of it. Acting like she doesn't even see I'm in here. And so I just ignore her. She basically ignores me. Every now and again, she'll say something in regards to whatever, our history. Um but everybody in the chat room knew that she and I had um together for a while or had a relationship. Uh so they would always give me shit or I would get texts or messages from people being like, Oh, your your ex girlfriend's being a real whore in the room or whatever the case is. Um So yeah, I, just, I basically just cut her out of my life. I'm I'm just done with it. I don't I don't need this shit anymore. Um then I meet the woman that would then become my wife. She, we also did meet in the chat rooms, but I knew she was the real deal because she was dating another one of, the friend, one of my friends from a chat room. And so we all knew each other through mutual chat room friends, and then she and her boyfriend broke up, and our mutual friend messages me and says, Hey, you know, I think you and Tammy would really get along well. Um, You both have the same kind of personality, all that shit. And I'm like, dude, why would I want to get into an online relationship? I've had one of those. It was no fun. Like, I got my heart broken. It's not what I want. Anyway, I'm a fucking sucker. And Tammy was cute. So I had to start messaging her. And suddenly started developing motherfucking feelings. And yes, we did that for a while. And then finally... I decided to move to Canada, and so I did. And, well, I'm skipping a whole lot. But anyway, Tammy decided, hey, I'll come visit you and Helena. This is after we've webcammed and done all that shit. So I knew she was who she was. And she came and visited. And then, you know, we fell in love that weekend. We'd already been in love prior to that, or said that we were. Um, and then she went back home. I did not puke this time but i wanted her back immediately and so she actually started flying back almost regularly every couple months she would fly to helena and we'd spend time together and then that got obviously costly and it just wasn't doing the trick because we were so in love we had to be together and so she finally she moved to lethbridge and i was in helena i decided hey i will I'll move up there. Like, she wound up getting a good job, a great-paying job, so it just made sense that I would move there, quit my band, quit my job, moved to Lethbridge, and started a family. And so she got pregnant with my first son, Tolliver, and I had a paper route because I was an illegal immigrant living in Canada at the time. I didn't have my permanent resident card or anything, so I was doing a paper route because... The money was under the table. And so I'm doing that fun stuff. And out of nowhere, I get this text message. And it's the girl from Wisconsin. And she's just like, hey, stranger, long time no talk. How are things? And so I'm like, oh, I'll fucking show her. And I go, well, I, my wife and I are expect. I live in Canada now, and my wife and I are expecting our first kid. She's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I've got two myself. I'm just like, what? Like, we haven't, we haven't dated in a while. I mean, I haven't talked to you in a while. But now you've got two kids where, like, last time I talked to you, you had zero? And, one, and like, the, the age didn't match up. So now I am curious as to how she has one kid that's so much older than my first kid, And it occurs to me, her fucking nephew. And so, yes, I am 100% certain the reason that she wasn't visiting more and the reason she didn't move is because she had a child. And to this day, she has never come clean. She has never admitted it to me. But I am certain this nephew, quote-unquote nephew, was her fucking child. And so I got a little bit of closure that way, knowing that that's kind of the whole path she took. Um, and fucking you guys, every now and again, well, while I was married, she would routinely send me messages asking if we could be friends on Facebook, to which, no way, my wife would kill me, my wife will kill you, like, that's not a good idea, um, so we should probably just cut the contact, bitch, and so we did. We didn't talk for the remainder of my marriage, and then when Tammy and I broke up, or divorced, it's almost like just fucking knew Because she got a hold of me again. And she's like, what are you up to these days? And I go, well, I'm actually divorced now. And she says, so is it okay for us to be friends on Facebook? And I says, sure, why not? And that was that. I don't think we've talked since, to be honest with you. She's, she and I are friends on Facebook. But I snooze her because she's fucking obnoxious. And just constantly looking for attention, and she's just, yeah, she's... 22-year-old me and 41-year-old me have way different tastes and women. And so, yeah. She broke my heart in the 20s, can't stand her in the 40s, put her on the goddamn snoozeroonie. And so that is my catfish story. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, But I've got other stories that I'm going to get into. These are from... uh, uh followers submitted them, and I think I'm gonna read a couple of them for y'all because some of them are pretty gersh darn funny. Uh-huh. Um, while I'm getting to those, have you guys watched my uh, the black uh, the blackhead face mask remover thing? Um. We needed to, uh, I've got a new challenge up to where if you, if this video that I posted gets more, if it gets 2,000 views, I will wax one of my legs. If it gets 5,000 views, I will wax both of my legs. And if I get 10,000 views, I will wax my armpits. So make sure you go to my Facebook page, Ginger Viking Beard Supply, In that video, give it a watch, and give it a share. That way, more people will see it, and I will be stuck having to do all that shit. So, that's that on that. Also, make sure to go into the Green Zone and get some of your delicious gummies. Fruit edibles. They've got a fantastic variety that you need to be checking out. Um, if you're missing out otherwise, it's more potent stuff that you can get than in the the stores, the dispensaries. So I definitely recommend that. Also, my tie-dye will be available soon. I'm not sure how soon, but soon. Uh, Lots of different designs and logos to go with the tie-dye. They come in both shirts and hoodies. Um, So get in on that if you want one. Message me, and we will. Uh, we'll do that. I'll make sure that I get you down on the, uh, the pre-order. Also, we are, a you likes away about 25 likes away from 3,200. And when we hit 3,200, I will have an awesome giveaway as I tend to do. If you guys are into that sort of thing. Of course. Um, so yeah. So now I'm gonna search through key. You gotta find the catfish post. Here we go. Alright, have y'all ever catfished anyone? Ever been catfished? I want your stories for the pod. So let's see what we got in here. We got a couple good ones, as far as I remember. So, Ryan says, I have been catfished before. I met a guy at a bar when I was 18. He had long hair, and I was like, damn. Then we got back to my place, and he takes his hat off. He was bald on top and long hair on the side. Totally tricked me. That would be a fucking bummer. I mean, that's not a total catfish, because he was who he was, but he definitely hid his hair. Motherfuckers need to stop hiding hair. Um, My buddy Steve has a really good one. I dig this one. He says, years ago, I went on a blind date with a woman who said she was 35. When I got there, she was more like 55. I figured I would be a gent and at least follow through with the date. So we ordered supper and began small talk. Or at least she did. She told me all about her ex, who was just taking a break from, who she was just taking a break from. And she only wanted a night out away from him to, quote unquote, have some fun. I thought, fun, huh? Well, it's been a while, so let's have some fun. During her rambling, I must have knocked back at least four beer. Seriously, she wouldn't shut up about her ex. And was just ordering my fifth beer when she pulled out her phone and called her friend to join us. Hmm, this could turn into fun, I thought to myself. Well, 20 minutes later, and more ramblings about her ex, In who I immediately thought was Mama June. (laughs) I assume that's, uh, that's Honey Boo Boo's mom, right? Mama June? Fuck my wife. She, and after she shares a hug with my quote-unquote date, she sits at the table and they proceed to engage in a conversation with each other, completely ignoring me. This was my chance for escape. I politely excused myself to the washroom, looking for an exit. Aha, a side door. I made a break for it and beelined it to my truck without looking back, and I was out of there. best part was I left my date with the tab. That... Is exactly how it should go. If you get fucking catfished, you stiff them with the bill. Simple. And you always do the Irish exit. If it's a catfish that you're not into, Irish exit. I Irish exit absolutely everything. I hate saying goodbye to people. Um, I'm not a big fan of parties, but I'm turning over a new leaf. When there is a party, I'm going to go to it because I feel deprived of parties deprived of everything so uh, I'm going to start going to more parties I'm going to stop making excuses as to why I won't uh, come over and be um, stop being such an introvert anyhow um I asked Steve how he got set up on the date. plenty of fish I found from watching all these episodes of catfish that like 90% of them come from plenty of fish so I need to get on plenty of fish uh, my friend Chris says this is a, a lady Chris not a man Chris I catfished an ex boyfriend a friend's pics he'd never met and I showed up at the place he was supposed to meet her Um. oh shit she messaged me this story so I, I've got that one in my mind. but I think I have a couple other ones here and I'll get back to that one. um have you guys do you guys watch catfish like the the television show because I've been binging it and it's been fucking ridiculous. Uh, the last episode was by far my favorite, and it's about so there's this this chickadee, or this dude. It was I believe it was his wife that called in and said, "Hey, he's being catfished. Um, can you please look into this, right?" And so. That's where, where it all starts. They decide they're going to look into it. And so they the guy. And he said, you know, I've had this girl that I met when I was 14 years old. And uh, I fell in love with her. She's this little emo chick. And he was kind of an emo dude as well. And they, uh, they met in some... Oh, they met playing Xbox. Uh, playing like World of Warcraft or some shit. And so they fell in love through that and then she just disappeared he never could never got a hold of her like or never heard from her again and it broke his heart and so he um uh, 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 he uh, basically gave up and he started this new relationship and he was in this relationship with this same girl for uh 8 years i want to say he said and so they, um, are thinking about getting married, but he's still hung up on this chick, right? And to be honest with you, with you she wasn't that good looking, to be honest with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't use the, uh, the picture that she used. I mean, it just wasn't that great. It was right there, I thought something was kind of up. And then so they went to investigate and they could not figure out for the life of them who the catfish was. They couldn't figure it out no matter like all the leads led to nowhere. And so he he calls, he finds the Neve finds the actual profile of this emo girl and he messages her and says, "Hey, I've got this kid who I've been talking to who thinks he's in love with you or as we're talking back in the day." Uh, And he's trying to find out, you know, what your story is, why you disappeared. And when he messaged you, you acted like you didn't know who he was. This was like several years later. So um, she gets on cam or on Zoom or whatever and proves that she is who she is. She says, yeah, this has happened before where somebody's using my pictures. And they're like, well, it's alarming because she or the catfish has been sending um, news nude pictures of you, including your face, to this guy. Like, he's he's seen your most intimate pictures, and so whoever doing this has those pictures of you. And she's like, well, there's only one person that could have those pictures, and I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have sent those. And so they assume, you know, it's an ex-boyfriend. And so then they, they call the kid back, and they're like, you know, we've got um, so-and-so, on on Zoom, and we're gonna show you that this is the real person and uh, so you can get your closure that way, but we still don't know who the catfish is. And so anyway, they get on Zoom with this girl and she says, Hold on one second. Uh there's someone missing, and everybody's confused, they're like, What? And of course the catfish music is fucking starting to ramp up a little bit. Oh shit. Who could it be?
1: Nobody knows. I don't know who it is! Oh
0: my god! And then... Bing, in pops this old fucking lady. And everybody's confused. Like, who the fuck is this old lady? And she's old, you guys. Like, not my age old. She's like... F- 59, 60 years old. It turns out this motherfucker is the mom of the girl. She had been in a relationship with this 14-year-old kid while she was in her forties. Baffling to me. My hit the floor, and then they start asking her, like, how long you've been doing this? Uh, why'd you do this? And she's got she's like, I was really messed up. I've been to thirty, my daughter moved out, uh, I'd lost another daughter to marriage, and this this. Moved out, and my husband died, and I had an empty nest, and n- no one was paying any attention to me, and I felt so alone. So I started talking with these boys on X, and she had more than one that she was talking to, and they were all young. And she sent them news her fucking daughter. While her daughter was sleeping, she would go into her daughter's phone, go through her pictures, send these dudes naked pictures that she had taken and then delete the messages that she had sent from that phone so the daughter could never trace it. Baffling. You guys, Catfish is so fucking awesome. You need to watch it. They're all fucking bars, but by far the most insane episode of Catfish I've ever seen. So I found Chris's explanation here she says I was 19 knew he was kind of sleeping around but had no proof I'm not from Alberta so I used pictures from a friend back home in Saskatchewan talked to him for three months on this alternate Facebook account or alternate account on Facebook I finally brought up to him that we should meet he no- showed my friend question or my quote unquote friend three times I told him one night I was going to my parents house and I got message on the other account about 15 minutes after telling him that he was actually going there. I agreed to meet him at a Tim Hortons for coffee. I left to go to my quote-unquote parents and hid down the street in an alley and watched him leave. I went one way, he went the other, and I got to Timmy's before him. He legitimately, he legitimately cried to me because how could I do this to him? It's an entrapment. I wish I still had the video. It was hilarious. So, what do you... Uh, I'm trying to think. What is okay reason to catfish someone? Like, if someone fucking destroys you, is it okay to then turn around and catfish them? If they break your heart? Like, to me, she's totally justified in catfishing this dude if he's fucking around on her. You know what I mean? Like, he's Like, in... I don't know. Like, if she's invested in this guy, and he's fucking around on her, and she he's not being honest with her, then that's a problem. And she has every right to do what she wants to do to get him back. That's just my opinion. So, uh, where do you guys stand on that? guys stand? Guys? Anybody? Where do you guys stand on that one? I have another one, but I can't find it in my messages. So anyway, those are some of your catfish stories. I thought were pretty radical. Um I have heard of other people getting catfished and I I don't know, man. I just I don't think it's okay. I'm obsessed with being or obsessed with catfishing. Either catfishing or being catfished. So right now, I'm 100% dead serious that I am on Tinder with the fake ass pictures that my face but they're all different dudes bodies that are just fucking ripped Um, and of course it's the worst photoshop you've ever seen I'm not actively trying to trick anybody because I just don't think anybody with a brain would believe this is the person that I am so anyway I'm just seeing if there's anybody that will even talk to me with these absurd pictures that I have on my profile uh, and if I do, I'm absolutely going to play the part, and I'm going to hopefully get my ass catfished. One super hot cat, and I have some good stories for you guys. Like I'm actively trying to get catfished, or catfish someone. It doesn't matter to me, I'll catfish or get catfished, just for the content. This is the very first episode of me trying to catfish someone and get catfished myself. And I hope it goes well, you guys. I want to feel something. I want to feel what it feels like to have my heart broken in two by someone who is not even real. You know what I mean? I feel. Anyhow, I think that's that for this particular episode... I thought this was kind of funny, though. I found this in my... Uh, memories today, uh, Uh, three years ago, I had a conversation, I had, I, uh, yeah, three years ago, I posted this status, if it weren't for the emotions involved, I'd want to get catfished constantly, you know what, it still goes, it's true, I get catfished, I want, yeah, I'm, i am I want to fall for somebody that's not who they are, and get heartbroken, and get you guys along in the adventure. I, I don't think that's asking too much, you guys. Um, so yeah, that's that. I appreciate you guys listening. I am going to. Oh, should I throw a song at the end of this, bad boy? Nah, I won't throw a song at the end of this one because I. Uh, I threw a, a, a Canadian exchange rate at the beginning of the episode. So that'll be the thing for this one. Um, Canadian Exchange Rate, I wrote, because again, we got, as a band, catfished at that for the bar. And so I immediately wrote this tune afterwards, and I started calling, instead of Catfish, because it didn't have a name at the time, again, this is like 2006, I called Catfishing Canadian Exchange Rate. So basically what it's saying is... Um, if you're, if you're fake, if you're a dude, if your picture is Amanda Bynes, um, if you're, I don't know, 16, too young to be talking to older fellas, that sort of thing, that I called Canadian exchange rate. Because if you're 16 in Canada, you're 19 in the United States. It was a play on the exchange rate. It's stupid, I know. And no, I was not going after young women. It's just one of the things so yeah the lyrics in that song are very appropriate to catfishing so you'll hear that some of the lines that I use are your pictures really Amanda Bynes uh, I can see you whenever I want on barely legal um, you're my underage fake internet because um, yeah she was in Manitoba and uh, we almost went over here that is that. Um, thank you very much for listening and uh, I will be recording these other episode within a week's time. Uh, make sure you get on the Valentine's deals on Ginger Viking and always a massive thanks to
1: Green Zone. for
0: Strawberry Sunday, which was delicious um and of course the the diamonds they provided me and the edibles they provide me they're they're awesome and if you want to figure out how to get a hold of them find them on facebook green zone club or on my page Constantly advertising for them and so let's end on that i thank you very much for listening you guys are my best friends even if i don't know who you are i want you to know that i love you okay thank you very much Good